the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Fabulous. Absolutely super. Terrific. Kath, it's a good day, isn't it? I mean, it's certainly a warm day, which yes, is, is welcome. I just took a uh, good. sojourn around the parking lot here at Seven Parkway. With the cool off. It's or so hot up. in here. It's so, I just, it's, uh, I mean, yeah. there are a lot worse problems in the world, of but it is very, very hot in here. So I had to get out because, you know, you're in a hot room for a while. There's very little air moving. I started to get sleepy. <laughs> Gosh, I gotta get up and yeah. get moving. All right. Yeah. Jeez. Well, anyway, wake up. Yeah. You got two hours with me. Okay. okay. All right. It's hey, a highlight of my day, John. I'm ready for you. it. I'm excited because uh, I'm going to go out and buy some tickets to uh, see Santana, and maybe the Doobie Brothers. Are you? Well, Star Lake announced their season or their partial season today, and so tickets are available. I'd like to go out on the lawn, wouldn't you? I would like to go out on the lawn if I had a lot of, like, if I didn't have to work the next day. Because it's going to take me two hours to get out of the parking lot. Right. All right. Well, at least you'll be in your air-conditioned car. You won't be hot there. That's right. (laughs) Thinking about being outside and listening to music is just outstanding. Heck, I'd sit on my porch and turn the radio on at this point. Exactly. Very nice. It does feel like springtime. Listen, I took no coat. I was just t- walking, walking around, around the parking lot. So how disappointed will we be in the next month when it like? Or how about Thursday when the high is going to be thirty-four? Right. I don't mind the cold. It's still, you know, we're going to get ten inches of snow sometime oh, in March. Oh, don't even say that. You know Why that's are you even happen? speaking that out it's loud? Gonna I don't happen. Want, it's not going to happen. You know it is. I think we're done with snow. I don't think so. Really? I shouldn't have said it out loud. You no, should not have. And no. I know I'm I'm kidding about the jinxing. No. Nope. Please I've don't got plenty of salt left over I need to use up before the season's over. So I'm looking forward to that. Great. Anyway, all right, Kath. Enough of that. There's a lot of tomfoolery, but I've got four uh, things here in Newswise that right. might bring you back to reality. A little uh, jolt. I may not want to be back to reality. Anyway, without further ado, please give us the top four at four. All sorts of updates on the Russia-Ukraine situation. Um, so check your local news for that, your national news for that. Um, our top four begins uh, in that vein. Number one. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.N. in Geneva led a walkout at the U.N. Human Rights Council during an address by Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov. About 100 people stood up and said, we don't want to hear anything you have to say. The walkout left just a few diplomats in the room, including envoys from Russia, China, Syria, and Venezuela. Okay. You know who's your team. That that speaks loudly, That's doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, around the same time, Ukrainian President Zelensky was addressing the European Parliament remotely. He received standing ovations before and after his speech. I heard the interpreter cried. Yeah. We're going to play a bit of that in the 5 o'clock hour. Okay, great. Number two. 
Masks will no longer be required in the House chamber when President Biden delivers his State of the Union address this evening. It's a major reversal in this controversial policy that had everyone mad at each other in the House chamber, just like everywhere else in America. Fabulous. Good. That's good for everybody. That's good. Okay, right. Ban the masks. Good. Um, Let's go. All 535 members of Congress are invited to attend in person due to the relaxed coronavirus measures. A marked difference from last year's address, John, when only 200 people showed up. Mm. Number three. Will you watch? Oh, yeah, I'll watch. You're going to watch, aren't you? You're not. I can't watch a lot. No, you're watching. No, you're watching. I have to go out tonight. I may not be back home. You can watch when you get home. Maybe. Number three. Speaking of showing up, a large cargo vessel is not going to be. The one that was carrying luxury cars from Germany to oh. the U.S. because it sank today in the mid-Atlantic. Thirteen days after fire broke out on board, the ship's manager and the Portuguese Navy said the oh. cars on board included Porsches, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys. So John's new car, Christy, yeah. it's not coming. Uh, so sorry, John. Yeah, yeah. Is the Chevy Celebrity on there? <laughs> right? Is, is, is Graham Chevy Celebrity? Because that's what I've driven. Oh, uh, the incident could result in losses of 155 million dollars, according to Reuters. Uh, just you know, can you imagine that thing? The the sadness of it all. The ecological sludge. Oh, I know. Of that's all those sure. cars sitting. Uh, okay. Good news is the 22 crew members were evacuated by the Portuguese Air Force, and Porsche customers in the U.S. are being contacted by their dealers. <laughs> okay. So you wait a little <laughs> bit longer, right? And number four. Pitt basketball hosts Duke this evening at the Pete, the final road ACC game for legendary coach Mike Krzyzewski, who Mm. has spent more than 800 weeks as a college basketball head coach, logging 1,560 games on the sidelines. Wow. Those numbers come from the trip today. Yep. That'd be a reason to go to the game. Uh Uh-huh. To see him. Yeah. So Duke is 25 and 4. Uh, 15 and 3 in the conference. They can clinch the number one seed at the ACC tournament, which happens next week, and at least a share of the regular season ACC championship. Pitt, on the other end, probably not challenging for that as they are in 13th place and have a 6 and 12 conference record. And as good as things were looking after they beat UNC, things have been wretched yeah. ever since. They're just perennial. Saturday night will be Coach K's final game at Cameron Indoor and also his final meeting with North Carolina. And that is your top four at four. But as March Madness goes on, he will go out heralded, right? He will. Yes, he will. Yep. Pitt's not going to. Pitt's already out. They're not going anywhere. Hail to Pitt. They're not going to be heralded either. Hail to Pitt. Good. Okay, we got a a jam-packed show for you today, do we not? We do. Coming up next, Dr. Seigart, biochemist, is going to talk about how we know the truth in science and theology. Mm -hmm. And coming up a little later in today's speech, we will talk about the interpreter who broke down during President Zelensky's speech in today's EU. It's the Tuesday edition, John. It's hot in here. It's still a ride home. 101.5 101.5 WORD. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me and let's see what God has in store for us today. A fresh look at Scripture, weekday mornings at 9.30, Alan Jackson Ministries on 101.5 WORD. Do your pets have the same energy they used to? Do they have problems with itching, scratching, a dull coat, or goopy ears? Then your pets need Dynavite. 
D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. For over 20 years, pet owners have trusted Dynavite to supplement their pet's diet. We started Dynavite and in our first box, we noticed a difference. Dynavite is an all-natural daily supplement made from whole foods that helps support your pet's immune system, digestion, skin, and coat. Within three weeks, he's not scratching and itching, and he's an all-around happier dog. Today's commercial pet foods are processed at high temperatures, which bakes out all the essential goodness. These processed foods can lack the essential vitamins, enzymes, and probiotics that contribute to overall good health. Adding a scoop of Dynavite to your pet's food bowl is the answer. If you love your pets as much as I do, you'll want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. I have two cats and two dogs. All four of them are on the Dynavite. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now, cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about that and how it will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, inflation's been over 5%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings could be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. To get your copy of this free booklet from Kurt Kenotic and the Accurate Solutions Group team, Call or text inflation to 412-515-3555. That's inflation to 412-515-3555. Inflation, you can't stop it, but you may be able to minimize its impact on your retirement. Call or text inflation to 412-515-3555. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. It seems as though lately, the truth has had a difficult time. Yeah. And I wonder if that's how it's always been, right? I mean, Adam and Eve lied to God, right? Um, and people rely on all over the ancient world and all over the modern world. Yeah. So, I mean, there is truth, and then there's all the rubbish around it. So, how do we as believers identify and live by the truth? Dr. Cy Gart is back with us. He's a biochemist who's taught at NYU, University of Pittsburgh, and Rutgers, the author of The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Sai, welcome back. Good to see you. Thank you. It's great to be here again. Okay, Sai, you brought up a big word to us earlier today, epistemology. Tell us about it. Well, it's kind of a new word for me, too, but I've been involved with some people in apologetics and, you know, Christian philosophy and and uh, they use that word. That's an important word. We, and it simply means the, the discovery of truth. How do we go about finding truth? And that's a very general question because you, the first thing you have to say is truth in what? I mean, we, we have one way of finding truth in law. Like if there's a trial, mm-hmm. we have witnesses, we have testimony, we have evidence. There's a whole nother system for finding the truth in science and a very different system for finding the truth in 
theology. And so there are many different epistemologies. Uh, what I wanted to talk about was specifically the, the differences between the epistemology for science and that for faith. They're not the mm. same. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so then talk about that. That's what I, I would imagine the truth is truth, but you're saying there's different parameters from one to the other. Science and faith, they're not diametrically opposed, are they? No, they're not. And in fact, I believe, and I think almost everybody who is a scientist and a Christian believes that there is only one truth, which is the truth of God, the truth that, the truth of Jesus Christ. And that uh, sometimes it seems that those true, the truth of from what we get from the Bible and the truth from what we get from science seem to conflict occasionally. But we believe that that conflict is not real. It's just a question of we're getting something or both things wrong. Either our science is not up to date, is not correct, or our interpretation of the Bible is incorrect. And that leads me to discuss the two different methods for finding truth. In science, the method is, is very ad hoc. Uh, what we do is, the way I want to know something is true, is I go to the scientific literature and I read the latest papers and I see what they say with the faith that I have, and I use faith on purpose here, that those papers were honestly done, that they were peer-reviewed by people who knew what they were doing, and that it's the best possible information that exists right now. That doesn't mean it's true, because what we know about science is we keep changing what we think is true as we get more information. It, there's no better illustration than the current pandemic. I mean, when the thing started, uh, sure. nobody knew what was true. And we got one idea and then we had to change it as new data came in. And it, it got people very upset and confused. And I understand that because you expect a scientist will say, oh, well, here's the story, here's the situation. But we don't know anything either until we are able to do experiments and do observations and find out. It's very different with theology because in Christian faith, we have a very clear uh, source of truth, which is Jesus Christ. As he said, I am the truth. He didn't say, I tell you, I mean, he said, I tell you the truth many times, but he basically he importantly said, I am the truth. Okay, so when we believe in Jesus and when we believe that Jesus Christ is the truth, we have, that's what we have. We don't do experiments. We don't have to do various, you know, uh, uh, observations to confirm that truth. We don't peer review it. We read it. And then what we have to do is interpret it because Jesus told the truth in many different ways. Mm -hmm. He told us outright do this, don't do that. And he also told parables where, you know, he told stories, made up stories about, you know, the prodigal son or the good Samaritan or so many others that, that we all know. And these were stories to teach us the truth, but by way of a parable, not by just saying, you know, uh, in a scientific sense, this is true. Here's the, here's the experiment that proves it. Here's the law of science that shows it. No, he did it in a human way. He told us stories many times. Okay, let me I let me so. let me break in for a minute, Cy, because I yeah, want to ask you about how uh, about where we get that 
information. And I'm trying to think, I always try to think, Cy, of people who are listening to the program who've never walked into a church, never opened a Bible, you know, just kind of, you know, button pushing, seeing what's going on. And they hear this conversation. And the first question I can hear them asking is, well, why do you believe that Bible? I mean, if you're talking about who Jesus said he was and what he said, scientifically speaking, why is that book any better than some other book? Oh, wow. Okay. I well, know that's a big question, you, but you know, but you, as we're talking about epistemology, right? That's that, that, that seems right. like that's the root that's of the it. Baseline. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, that's interesting because I didn't, I used to, as you well know, I used to be, I was an atheist most of my life. And I thought, well, that book is ridiculous. It has no, nothing in it of value or truth. Uh, how did I come to change my mind? Yeah. Tell me. Well, partly was I read it more carefully than I had ever done. In fact, I hadn't really read it much. And I began to see things, for example, the book of Acts and Luke. You know, Luke was a writer who wrote very historically and very factually. And I, and you get that sense when you read that, even if you're not a believer yet. Uh, but really, I would say that Nothing in the Bible itself convinced me that it was true, that the whole thing was true. There were parts of it that I still don't have, a, still have a hard time understanding. But what I began to realize once I actually became a believer, and that was through the, the grace of the Holy Spirit, as I've discussed before, uh, I, I looked at the Bible differently. I realized this is not a car repair manual, which says very clearly what you have to do if you want to change a carburetor, yeah. okay? Unscrew this, do that. That's not the Bible. That's not the way the Bible tell, talks to us. It uses all kinds of ways to, to, talk, to tell us things. And it says things you'd never expect. It tells us that the heroes were fallen people. King David was not a, a, an epitome of virtue, okay? Mm -hmm. But he was a hero in the Bible. It's telling us raw truths about human beings, sometimes uncomfortable ones, right. but undeniably true. They have the ring of truth. When we get to the Gospels, when we get to the New Testament, the story of Jesus, you can, you can say Jesus never existed. This is all made up. You can say that. But there's so much evidence that that's not true. And I've talked about apologetics before. There's... There's so much evidence that Jesus existed and that Jesus rose from the dead. There's other evidence besides what's in the Bible that that's all true. Gary Habermas and many other apologists have shown that evidence. And once you begin to see that, everything fits into place. And, and this is the same thing that happens in science. We go through periods in science where we have no idea what's going on. That was the case for genetics. We had no idea how animals and living creatures pass on their characteristics to others. Watson and Crick did one fairly simple thing. They built a model, a molecular model of DNA. And when they saw how it fit together, everything made sense. Everything huh. made sense. They understood how DNA can replicate itself, how it can, you know, be the genetic material to, to provide all the information we need. And it was like that one flash of brilliance that just made everything fit. And that's what I got when I read the New Testament. Really? When I read the Gospels, 
and the letters of Paul. So it all fit. Holy Spirit ordained that flash of brilliance in your life. But at the same time, and like you do, and I'm sure this is you know, most people who read the Bible, there is nuance here. There's a, a mosaic. Yes. There's a yeah. subtlety of the truth, but it's always underwriting. And of course, it always rises. Yeah. I mean, one of the things I learned is this term uh, exegesis, which means, you know, and, and hermeneutics, which both of which I don't know exactly you know, the definition, but they both refer to interpretation of the Bible. And there are very few people who say you don't need to interpret the Bible, just read it, whatever it says is right. That That's not, to me, a, a, a theologically sophisticated view. You have to interpret the Bible. And, and in fact, you have to interpret everything in life, if you think about it. How many times do you read a, a newspaper article or a book, and you say, oh, I don't have to interpret that, I'll just take it at face value. Nobody does that. Yeah. And the same is true with the Bible, both the Old and New Testaments, especially the Old Testament, because, you know, it was written very long time ago for a very different audience and uh, in different languages. So you really, you know, people ask me, do you think Genesis is true? And I say, of course, it's true, but it has to be interpreted. And, And that's true for every part of the Bible and how do you do that? Well, that's a whole other discussion. But there are people who spend their lives learning how to do that. That's good. Dr. Seigart with us, biochemist, taught at NYU, the University of Pittsburgh, and Rutgers University, author of the book called The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Okay, we only have maybe four or five minutes left, Sai, and I want to go back to where you started the conversation about how we find truth. Um, go back to the world of science, because you used, you said you purposefully used the word faith when you were talking about how scientists arrive at truth. So tell us about what that process is like. Right. So the the process for arriving at truth in science is to read the literature. The literature means all the publications that are peer-reviewed and published in various journals. They don't all agree in a particular field, but what you do is you come to a consensus, and that's how truth is arrived in science. It is a consensus of all the scientists. So it's a I community. Mean, it, it's, a, it's a community, right. And every field has its own community. So there's a virology community. There's a COVID community. There's, you know, all the different thousands of fields of science have communities. And some ideas are put forward and published and rejected because other evidence comes that they're wrong. But all of this depends on the faith that the people doing this work are not cheating, that mm-hmm. they're being honest, and that it also depends on the faith that the scientific method works. In other words, that our system of doing experiments, of doing observations, of you know eliminating all the problems that, that could impact on an experiment are done, we have to have faith that, that this is happening when we do science. Yeah. And you know, that depends on, on, on trust, whether we trust the people who have written the paper, whether we trust the reviewers who reviewed it and said it's okay, it can be published. And we do have that trust and we do have that faith, mm-hmm. uh, at least so far. I mean, that could be destroyed. And there, there, there have been societies where that trust disappeared, where we can't trust the science that comes out of those countries because it turned out the government or somebody was, was running you know, the scientific enterprise, and they were not trusting. So, you know, trust and faith is 
is a critical uh, a critical part of the scientific process. Yes, and so for you, Sai, uh, back to the very beginning, uh, as an atheist and starting to discern and think and read, and then the Holy Spirit, and then the truth shall set you free, and that's right. essentially the truth has set you free in your own life. That's ex- very well put, John. That's exactly how I feel, that I was not free in the sense that I am. Once once you see the truth of Jesus Christ, to me, that's the height of freedom. At that point, everything can everything fits, as I said before, and it's just, it's a wonderful thing. I mean, I still do science. I'm doing it as we speak. I do theoretical biology. I published three papers in the last two years, and you know, knowledge of the truth of Jesus Christ is what keeps me going. Fabulous. Sai, we're so happy we met you. We sure are, Sai. You're very interesting. (laughs) Thank you. Our great pleasure. Sai Gart. I always look forward to these monthly meetings with Sai. And he's a good read on Twitter as well. You should follow him on Twitter. Sai Gart. uh, The book is called The Works of His Hands, A Scientist's Journey from Atheism to Faith. Thanks, Sai. Get smarter every day at Ozzy.com. Try a new news site that tells you about the most interesting people, places, and ideas. Discover the next Obama or maybe the next LeBron James. Try OZY.com right now. Ozzy, it's like a latte for your mind. Get some. Why doing it right? Roofing, siding, remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing it right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of in industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing it right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You'll receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacturers, National Roofing Contractors Association, and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding and remodeling estimates call 724 new roof or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com it's that time of the year at the spring house in 84 it's dairy farm tour time that's right we actually invite classes of school children to our real working dairy farm the children love feeding the calf milking the cow and even seeing where the cows sleep and smelling what they eat Many children today have never even touched a baby calf, nor have they associated the wonderful cow as the source of the milk that they get from the grocery store. At the Springhouse in 84, we are so committed to teaching children about farming and helping them understand how much the city mouse and the country mouse truly need each other. Call 228-3339. Or have your child's teacher set up a date for your child's classroom farm tour and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse in 84. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. 
Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. Tonight we'll see an evening shower in places. Otherwise, considerable cloudiness will reach a low of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 51. Considerable clouds tomorrow night. Couple of showers of rain or snow and a low of 30. For Thursday, it'll be colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 34. Friday, cloudy, not as cold with a high of 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Here's a story about every parent who worries about their kids in social media. In some ways, it's a dream story. Because the story goes like this. A young man, Sievert Klefsaus. That's a name. Klevert Seth Klefsaus. Klefsaus. He has to be Norwegian or Finnish or yeah. something like that. He Swedish, was 12 maybe. years old, and his mom made him a deal. In exchange for the princely sum of $1,800, he would refrain from using any social media platforms until his 18th birthday. Six years. Wow. Okay. To his mother's delight... Sievert succeeded. After six years of abstaining from all social media, he celebrated his 18th birthday, February 19th, by depositing that $1,800 check into his bank account. Without delay, he also downloaded Instagram and Snapchat. (laughs) Now, this is cool because the idea for the social media ban started one morning in 2016 when Laura Klefsoff, Sievert's mom, heard a story on the radio, and it was about a challenge called 16 for 16, in which a mother promised to give her daughter 1600 bucks on her 16th birthday if she stayed off social media. And she said, I wonder if Sievert would ever do something like this. So that afternoon at their home in Minnesota, Lorna presented the idea of an 18 for 18 challenge to her then tween son. She raised the stakes, though, with an additional two years and 200 bucks. Hey, Sieve. Would you ever be willing to wait to get social media until you're 18, she said, if I paid you $1,800? That includes all social media, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Now, at the time, TikTok wasn't popular yet. It would be entirely off limits. And she said his face lit up. Mainly, she figured, he was mesmerized by the money. He said, I'll never have to work again. (laughs) Thinking to himself that he quickly started to fantasize about one day using the funds to purchase a car. He said, I thought it was super cool. I had no concept of what $1,800 gets you. His mom, sensing her son's innocence about financial concerns, thought that it was going to set him up for life, she said. So I thought I had better sit down and said, you're unrealistic, but I want you to know it's still a lot of money. Anyway, Sievert happily complied. With no social media contract, his mom was elated. She was eager to protect her son from the potential perils because there were three older daughters, and the youngest of the old, of the three older daughters fell into a years of depression and anxiety. They ended up taking the uh, the younger daughter's phone away 
because of the conditions of you know where she was psychologically. So anyway, long story short, in the end, Sievert survived the challenge. And in fact, he believes it contributed to his success in school, sports, and weirdly enough, his really rich social life. Huh. He says, I definitely poured a lot of time into real in-person relationships, and I'm grateful for that. Not only did steering clear of social media propel him to nurture his friendships, but it also allowed him to avoid a lot of the drama, Mm -hmm. which is totally problematic with a bunch of his friends. He said, it's pretty easy for people to get engrossed in the drama, and I was spared all that. Now, admittedly, there were moments in his life when uh, he was tempted to forfeit the challenge, especially since there were times like, I'm not sure that... um, my mom's even going to pay me. Do they have enough money for the mm. 1800 bucks? But as he got older, $1,800 started to seem like smaller and smaller amounts. He says, I remember the first time I was working at Dairy Queen, I got my first paycheck, and the amount that I earned was just under that amount. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh. And then he started to laugh. So once he had the freedom to download the apps, Seaver did not hesitate to download Snapchat and Instagram, though his first foray, he says, into social media wasn't so simple. He said, I'm totally lost. It's hilarious, adding that he feels like the grandpa, and it's definitely a learning curve. But now that Sievert is officially out in the social media universe, his mom is confident that he has the maturity to use it well. She says, That's so far, so, so good. good. It's been a great connecting point, Sievert says. I followed people that I hadn't seen in a few years, and that has been pretty cool. Where's that article from? Washington Post. That's fabulous. Fabulous indeed. Boy, that's a wise parent and a really wise kid. Heck yeah. To get That's awesome. But you got him at the right time. Yeah, 1800 bucks seems like a lot of money. Right, right. Grab him. Fabulous. Wow. What's up next? Coming up next, hot plate special. No, Bill Clay's coming up next, John. Bill Clay's. 101.5 WORD. Hi, this is Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA. I'm excited to tell you that not long ago, we launched Saving America Radio and Freedom Night in America, which exists to create biblical citizens inspired for local change. It's about empowering believers to know what the Bible says about being an informed citizen. This year, Freedom Nights will be branching out to even more churches across America. Be listening to our new program, Saving America Radio, right here. Saving America Radio with Charlie Kirk, weekday mornings at 1130 on 101.5 WORD. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms, like Myrna from Guatemala, who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to that whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. Living is really hard. I only get food when other people give me food. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. 
Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Bill Glaze is with us. Bill's a regular guest on our show, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Hey, Pastor, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? We can't complain. Bill, did you hear our previous segment? No, I didn't catch it. I was uh, tied up with something. I usually try to catch it before I come on. I know. Yeah. Well, listen, we were talking about social media. There's this mom who saw, how old was the kid when he started? John? 12. 12 years old. And she decided that he wasn't mature enough for social media, so she promised him that she'd pay him $1,800 if he could stay off social media for six years. Until he was 18. Until he was 18, and he just cashed in. Oh, wow. That's that's quite a bit of discipline there. It Isn't it? Is. Uh, do you do social media? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, just the the regular platform. I'm not on like TikTok or anything like that. Uh, I'd pay to see you on TikTok, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Okay, if someone gave you eighteen hundred bucks, would you could you stay on social media for a while? Well, I, I, you know, it's a part. Now, when you say social media, you mean Facebook? You mean like internet and all that, right? No, I say Facebook, Twitter, right? You know, that's Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can, I have because I'm not on that stuff anyway so I, oh. I would have no problem yeah, that's, that, that, that that would be that would be a good uh what was it 1600 bucks for me 1800 bucks easy money well 1800 yeah, yeah. just give you a raise uh, yeah. yeah i mean it's problematic for a pastor to be on social media don't you think well yeah i mean I, I tell you what when i come into the office probably the first hour i spend is just returning emails of course so you i don't do. have time yeah i don't have time for you know the other stuff i'm, I'm sure that it is you know, some people use it as a ministry, but, you know, it for me, it would just be another part of, of the job that's keeping me from getting to the stuff that I need to get to. I hear you. Which is the case, really, for everybody, if you right, think about it. Right. Yeah. Okay. But, Bill, social media aside, you came to talk to us about something very serious about the house of pain. Let's go into this, okay? Tell us what you're thinking. Well, you know, in the uh, book of Ecclesiastes, uh, Solomon says this, and this, this seems rather strange. Uh, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for th- that is the end of all men. So he says that we are, at some point we will all end up in the house of mourning. And, you know, I call that the house of pain, you know, yeah. when we go through the painful times in life. You know, and I believe that he's using the, the house of mourning as a metaphor to, to talk about the painful experiences uh, that we go through. 
you know, I, I went through, and I'm sure that, you know, we all have our stories that we can tell about our painful experiences. But toward the end of last year, you know, around November, uh, I started having back problems. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they were so bad that I couldn't sleep. I mean, it just it just kind of kept me up all night. And, you know, I tell you what, there's, there's no worse feeling than to know that you're not going to be able to go lay down in your bed and go to sleep mm-hmm. at night, you know, that you're going to be up because you can't, I mean, you know, the pain was just, you know, that excruciating, excruciating. So, you know, it, it just, it, it kind of took its, took its toll on me uh, after a while. I bet. And, uh, one, you know, one day I was uh, on, on the Internet, right, not not social media, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, and God uh, just dropped this, uh, this, this message from Pastor Rick Warren. Just, I mean, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't searching for it. But in the midst of my pain, you know, this, this message, you know, uh, this sermon, he comes up. And, you know, he wasn't able to preach at his church. He had excruciating pain in his hands, arms, feet, legs. Uh, he couldn't do anything. It just it just was with him all the time. And he, he had surgery and, you know, nothing could take care of it. And so he, he preached a message on how God can use pain for good in my life. And, uh, you know, I, I began to listen to that message, and it just kind of captured me, and I listened to it over and over again. And I, I found out that, you know, there, as, as Solomon said, there's much more that we can learn in the house of pain than we learn, you know, during times of feasting. You know, I, I, I can think, you know, all, over all the years of the parties that I went to, you know, the, the times of celebration that I went to, and, and very rarely— you know, do you learn anything in those times of, of celebration? You know, you're usually there just to have a good time and enjoy yourself and yeah. have fun with people. Uh, and so, you know, there's really not a lot that you're learning at that time. But, you know, just during those times in the house of pain, man, that's when the lessons come, you know, right and left. You know, I, I have a poem that I quote often, and it says, uh, I walked a mile with laughter. She chatted all the way, but left me none the wiser for all she had to say. I walked a mile with sorrow, and ne'er a word said she, but all oh, the things I learned when sorrow walked with me. And so I think about being in the house of pain and, and the lessons that, that, that are there. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we come to those places, and we want to squirm out of them. You know, we, 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 you know, we want to jump out of them instead of saying, you know, God, don't let me waste this trial that I'm going through. Don't let me waste this painful experience, but let me learn uh, something out of it. And and so, you know, Pastor Rick Warren, he, he gave five points, and I'll just give them to you real quick. He said, God used pain to guide and direct, to goad and correct, to gauge and inspect, to guard and protect, to grow and perfect. And, you know, I began to meditate on each one of those and saw how that, you know, even during my painful experience, that God was working and teaching me lessons, and I just had to be still and hear those lessons that, that God was teaching us. So, you know, going back to, you know, as a matter of fact, one translation of Ecclesiastes 7 says it's better to spend time at funerals than it is at parties. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I love that translation, you know, because, and, and the thing is, you know, we seem to be more contemplative when we're, you know, in a funeral or time of sorrow. You know, we begin to think about our own mortality, you know, in the midst of heaviness. So, uh, you know, I, I tell, I'm, I'm telling people now, you know, I don't want to go through the house of pain. I don't want to see you go through the house of pain. But if you find yourself there, you know, 
get get it, get all that you can out of that. Learn the lessons that that God is trying to work in your life as you go through that time. That's fabulous, Bill. That's really excellent. So what I take though, right? Because all of us, of course, are living in the house of pain, as you say, one season or another. Sometimes years and years throughout that. But if you don't know God, and if you're not leaning on God, then you know the pain is necessarily wasted in some way because it's just painful and there's no place to put it. Right. Right. Well, you know. Uh, I, I encourage people, see, John, even sometimes as Christians, you know, we can go through painful experiences, and then we can end up getting bitter with God. Mm-hmm. You know, we end up, again, trying to squirm out of our situation and circumstances. And so I'm, t- I'm telling people, you got to bring God in it. You know, it's just not enough to say that I'm a Christian. It's just not enough to say, well, I know the Lord. You've got to bring God into that painful experience. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just like uh, Jesus. It says that, you know, he tasted death for all of us. So, you know, he, he knows what it's like. So he, he's not some outsider that says, okay, well, I'm looking down and seeing people going through pain and, and not knowing what it feels like. And so that's what I'm saying. You know, you have to bring God in it. You know, you have to uh, bring him in it, you know, through finding him in scriptures. You know, I, I find that, you know, in a time of pain, you know, there's a couple lessons that we can learn. And, and one of the lessons is is that it, pain ought to cause us to, to search for God in deeper ways. You know, you think of Job and all that he went through. And I remember uh, one of the verses that he says, oh, that I might find him. You know, God put out an APD on God. You know, uh, Job put out an APD on God. Oh, that I might find him, that, that I might go to him. You know, and, and, and bring him into this situation so I can ask him questions and so that I can interact with him. So, you know, pain should lead to a deeper search for God. But, you know, the most thing, uh, the most important thing is that pain should lead us to change. You know, I was uh, reading a quote, and it says, pain never leaves you where it found you. You know, it's either going to make you bitter or it's going to make you better. Pain is not going to leave you right there where you're at. And so I, I pray that, you know, as I go through those painful experiences, that there might be change, you know, for, for the better, that God might point things out in my life that I need to address and change so that I can become more conformed to the image of Christ. Yeah, so the experience isn't wasted. Exactly, exactly. Amen, yeah, Bill. I think, yeah, I, I think that a lot of people waste their experience, you know, and they just go through it, and it's, and it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's like the guy who, uh, was beating his head against the wall, and uh, somebody asked him, you know, well, why do you do that? He said, because it feels so good when I stop. <laughs> well, you know what, you know, you know, people that you know go through that painful experience, they beat their, their head against the wall, and and you know, they're not learning anything. You know, the, the the lesson that they're learning, well, when it's over, you know, it feels good, but they walk out of there with with no lesson learned. Yeah, and all beat up, right? Take a long right. time to recover yeah. from that too. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Bill, it's so good to talk to you. Tell us what's going on at Bethany. Well, you know, with the restrictions uh, being lessened, you know, we're able to open up uh, more and more. You know, uh, we we were just for the longest time worshiping on Sunday morning, but now we're beginning to open up other dimensions of our church. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, So I'm excited about that. And we are just about finished with our new sanctuary. So. Hopefully in May, we will occupy our new sanctuary. Wow. That's super exciting, Bill. It's been a long time, hasn't it? 
Oh yeah, it's been we we call it a journey to the promised land, and uh, it's it, it's been a, it's been a journey to the promised land, and God has been faithful and, and been with us the whole way. Fabulous. Well, Pastor, always a pleasure. That's a great word today mm-hmm. about pain. Uh, hey, what happened to resonate. your back, Bill? After well, all yeah, that? yeah, did did the pain subside? Yeah, you know what? Uh, after a while, it just seemed I I don't know if it was a nerve or what, but it just I you know, it seemed like it worked itself out. Uh, you know I. I never did go to the doctor. I should have gone to the doctor. I, I, I didn't go. You're yeah, like a guy. I'm one them, I'm one, yeah, I'm one of them hard-headed men. Get yeah. out of here. Uh, I mean, for goodness sake, Bill. I get it, Bill. I'm, I'm glad with you. for you, though. Yeah. Very glad. Good. That's a real Very good word. Good. Thank you. Take care, Bill. Pastor Bill Glaze, Bethany Baptist Church in the Homewood neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh, talking to us about the House of Pain. When we come back, it's a hot plate special. Oh. Updates on what I've been cooking during my house renovation. Yeah. What's going on? If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza on the Stand with Israel Tour November 30th through December 9th, 2022. Journey through the Holy Land with two of the most respected political commentators of today. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float on the Dead Sea, and take a boat out into the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to reserve your spot or call 855-565-5519. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com or call 855-565-5519 to book today. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. Any supplier can drop a box outside your door. But if you want a partner who delivers great customer service too, rely on Cintas. Your dedicated service reps can deliver what you need to help your business run smoothly. From essential cleaning products to hygienically cleaned apparel, fire protection services to first aid and safety supplies. That service you can't get from a box. Oh, I'm ready. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday.
So, Kath has a remodeling project. I would say a large remodeling project going on at her house right now. For years, she has toiled in a micro kitchen. You go to Kath's house, and literally, you get you get one person in that kitchen. That's more than enough. And then Two's I start to get tense. Yeah. So now the walls have come down. Things have been, you know, in flux here. Mm-hmm. But that necessitates you and your husband fleeing the kitchen. To make your meals on the second floor with a <laughs> with a hot plate mm-hmm. and an air fryer. It sounds like you know you're living like you know in the outback somewhere, like you know in the tundra in Alaska. We are a kind of that's all happening in my daughter's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's coming home. From- she's coming home on Friday, so she's going to be very surprised at what's happening in her room. Um, Christy, can you hit the music, please? Time now for hot plate specials. Update on what Kath is cooking during home renovations. When this whole thing started, friends, I had grand ideas. I thought, you can make a lot of things in an air fryer. And a hot plate is like having a skillet. So basically, a lot of the things I was making downstairs, I could just make upstairs. Really? You thought that? How's that working? I didn't take into account, all ye people, that... Everything I would cook, I would have to wash in the bathtub. (laughs) And after I had done that for about three weeks, and my husband too, he's done way more dishes than I have. He's going downstairs to the laundry tub to do it, down three floors. Yeah. I believe I may have given up. What? What So this this is what I've been doing. You're not going to make it? So I've been been making salad every night, Hmm. a big one. And I've been making either sweet potatoes or russet potatoes in the air fryer. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> that's all that's, that's happening. It. That's all that's happening. And I'm existing on something I've brought for both of you as a snack. Oh, really? We got a snack coming our way. Can't wait. Oh, fabulous. It's dinner time. What is this? Wait, what? Oh, oh, wait. That's now, the... listen, this is something that you know, but I want to tell you that I have invested so fully in the Nature Valley <laughs> Sweet and Salty Nut Bar. Wait. No, wait. Mm-hmm. Christy saw it because we were all excited because you yeah, knew you bought a up. snack. She no, just wait. weighed you off. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> this is what I, I want to tell you that this is keeping me and my husband alive. Wait. You guys are existing on the Nature Valley sweet and salty it's, peanut it's, granola bar. Yeah, it's keeping us alive. It's keeping us alive. And that's why I brought it to wait, you. You've only been doing this in renovation like I don't care. two weeks. I don't care. It's No, it's not two weeks. This is week five. Oh, really? Week five? Yeah, it's week five. And I'm wearing out. How okay. many more weeks do you have to go? Seven. Oh, that's not so bad. Yeah. Oh, I was, Listen, that's not so bad. It's not there. Why don't you, here, why don't you tr- also, treat yourself? I also brought this for you. There, yeah, there we go. They are. Now mm-hmm. we're talking. I've also, for those of you watching live here on, uh, we're streaming live at the Word Pittsburgh on YouTube, mm-hmm. I've brought this. Yeah. Uh, so one for each of you. Very so nice. one is healthy and one isn't. I like it. I'll it's be a honest mallow with you. Cup. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's, a, it's, a, it's two mallow cups God inside. It's not just one mallow cup, okay, it's two. Nice. So I don't care if Christy doesn't want her granola bar, but she's going to love her mallow cup. I will of course take she the will. granola and That's bar. what I've done. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving. I'm not a big fan of the granola bar. Well, you should. It's delicious. That one is particularly good. Really? Yeah. Don't you think? Did you just try it? I did, yeah. What do you think? It's fine. No, it's way better than fine. No, come on. I mean, it's good. It's, yeah. You don't like the combination of tastes? Yeah, it's good. Doesn't it, isn't it seem hearty? It's kind of chewy. Mm, yeah. That's good. But for this for dinner? No, I'm not saying it's, it's it's a supplement, you guys. Dinner. Look, I mean, it's got four grams of protein. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess if you were like, you were like on the dark side of the moon. That's how and, I feel. Yeah. On the dark side of the Balkans. Yeah, that's, that's how the Schmengi brothers talked about their homeland. Remember? Right. Lutonia. Yash. Yash. Yash and Stan. You know the Schmengis, Christy? I don't. They would, oh. they would like this song. Don't oh, you think they, they would, would like this song? They would song? probably play this song. They might play yeah. this song. Eugene. I've been Eugene holding Levy and John down. Candy. Yeah. Schmengi brothers. Yeah. So that's the update, you guys. Well, have you been out to dinner? Yeah, we've been out for dinner, but it's expensive. You know, we're, we're spending all this money on this renovation. You don't want to add, you know, $1,000 a month and a thousand eat bucks. out. Well, I don't know. Go I just Taco made that real. You know, I've never gone to Taco Bell. I told you that. Never, never, I've never eaten at Taco Bell. Now's the time. Yeah. No. So good. great. So let's. Go to Taco Bell. Here's the other thing. Can I just be, can I be bold and tell you the, the other situation? Well. You got to be really careful because there's only one bathroom. I don't yeah. think I need to explain anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, when the weather warms up, you'll be doing your dishes out in the yard. <laughs> with the hose. Yeah, with a washboard. <laughs> <laughs> Ma and Pa Kettle. I'm telling you. On the ride home. The sweet and salty nut bar will still be applicable. <laughs> Wash it down with the mallow Not cup. I mentioned the mallow cup. And all is well. Mm. All right. We're going to reset for the five o'clock hour. Mm. Oh, Terry Tim is with us. We love Terry. Yeah, we're going to welcome him to the studio in person. Hey, it's Fat Tuesday. That's why. That's Have some why pancakes tonight. I'm you can make pancakes. You. No, no, no. I'm not doing pancakes. Imagine cleaning that in the bathtub. No, a, no stick skillet. That's yeah. easy to clean what about up. the bowl? I'll come over and help. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is getting low marks from the American people as he prepares for his State of the Union address. When the president stands before Congress and the country tonight, he won't have the support of most Americans. In several polls, including one from The Washington Post and ABC News, Mr. Biden is underwater. 37% approve of his job performance, 55% disapprove. He especially gets low numbers for his handling of the economy. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. The address at 9 p.m. Eastern. Russian forces have stepped up their attacks on populated urban areas, bombarding the central square in Ukraine's second largest city and Kiev's main TV tower. Ukraine's president accusing Moscow of a blatant campaign of terror on day six of the invasion. This is SRN News. Why Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling? It's simple. It's in their name. Doing It Right uses only top quality materials and employs only experienced installation and management people to install and oversee your project. Family owned and operated for 38 years and with over 45 years of industry experience, you can be confident that your project will be installed the correct way. Doing It Right does business honestly, taking no money down and collecting balance upon completion. You will receive a lifetime labor warranty from Doing It Right. Doing It Right does all work to manufacture National Roofing Contractors Association and Vinyl Siding Institute guidelines and specifications for a complete and headache-free installation. Doing It Right is an Owens Corning Platinum Contractor and James Hardy Preferred Contractor. Most importantly, they're affordable, offering great financing options and accepting all major credit cards. Be sure to mention John and Kathy for a discount off your roofing, siding, and remodeling estimates. Call 724-NEW-ROOF or find them at roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied 
after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. If you owe $27 trillion and you didn't have the money to pay it off, what would you need to do? Well, you need to make a lot more money, right? Well, now America's debt is more than $27 trillion, and right now taxes are at historically low levels. It doesn't take a genius to realize taxes will probably go up. Now think about your retirement accounts. Do you want to pay taxes on some of that money now when rates are lower or later when rates are much higher? Now, whether you should pay taxes now or in retirement depends on a lot of things. That's why Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group has a free guide called You and Your Taxes to help you determine what's best for you. To get your copy of You and Your Taxes, call or text TAX to 412-515-3555. That's TAX to 412-515-3555. When taxes go up, will you be ready? Get this free guide from Kirk Kenotic and Accurate Solutions Group now. Call or text TAX to 412 515 3555. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Our firm may not give tax advice. Tonight we'll see an evening shower in places. Otherwise, considerable cloudiness will reach a low of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high 51. Considerable clouds tomorrow night. Couple of showers of rain or snow and a low of 30. For Thursday, it'll be colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 34. Friday, cloudy, not as cold with a high of 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Greetings. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for coming along today. It's nice out there right now. It's warm, a little cloudy. Feels mm-hmm. good, right? It feels good. It does feel good. Lovely. It does feel Fabulous. good. Happy it, to be alive. It's kind of hard to imagine when we're in a circumstance where in the three of us are, you know, at work, having a good time, comfortable. Having a mallow cup. Right, everything. It's just, you know in your head what's happening in Ukraine, but you can't really get in the space, right? No, no. especially because, you know, a month ago, they were living lives, I would say, you know, in some ways, yeah, fairly similar, but all of a sudden, all hell's broken loose. Those poor people. I mean, their livelihoods, their homes, the children, they're just, I mean, all and the I deaths. can't believe I mean, uh, that we're all going to sit here and just let that happen. Well, I don't think but that's... But I don't know what, what the, you, al- I don't know what the alternative is. What do is. we do? What do you do? Well, I don't know. But it it's just, you hear the president of Ukraine speak, you see video of what's going on, and you think, really? We're all just all... No. all you know, most of the most of the world, can I say that? Because China is not in this group, but I, I would say most of the free world... All of the free world is aligned in support of Ukraine. 100%. Um, yeah. Except that we're all hanging back because we don't want to 
get into a confrontation with Russia. I'm not saying that that's a bad idea. I'm just saying emotionally it is frustrating to think I can't believe we're in this space. But, Kath, you know this is true. 99.9% of the things in our lives are out of our control. Yes, that's true. Right? I mean, they just are. That's just how the world is. I know, is. But, it, but when you have control to be able to intervene and don't is a different place, which is where we are. Yeah. Well, it's not like you're going to jump on a plane and fly over no. to, you know. You just can't. No. Okay, so today, you know, there was a, a moment that the president of Ukraine made an address before the European Union. Which, uh, the fact that he's out, Zelensky, is out walking around and being, you know, with the a people. public figure is just astounding as well. Considering, of course, you know, the lineage of, you know, uh, who he is as a man and his prior life before he ascended to the presidency. You would never think that he would have had the character, the leadership. The wherewithal. The gravitas to do what he's doing. He is the man of the hour for the moment in our time. Yeah. He really is. So today, he appeared before the European Union where he spoke eloquently. Through a translator. And we'll play a clip here so you can follow along what happened. And this is the largest square in Europe. And that's true. This is called the Freedom Square. Can you imagine this morning, two cruise missiles hit this Freedom Square. Dozens of killed ones. This is the price of freedom. We're fighting just for our land. Okay, so what that is, of course, that is not Zelensky, the president of Ukraine himself. That's through an interpreter. But what was astounding about that moment, we didn't do a great job of setting this up, that as the interpreter was speaking, along with, you know, translating for Zelensky, he himself, the interpreter himself, was so overcome with the idea and the imagery of these missiles hitting Freedom Square and people being killed, that the interpreter himself stepped out of himself as his official role of the interpreter and broke down for a few seconds. I don't think I've ever seen that before in my life. I don't think I've either. It just goes to show you how deeply emotional, I believe, if you spend any time at all thinking about this, reading about this, watching this, and you're a prayerful person, you can't help but not be overcome by the horror of this situation that is unfolding before our very eyes. Because this day or tomorrow or the day after or the day after, there will be many, 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 many people killed in the streets. That is that is coming. I think most people see that and they know the truth of this. It's a horror that is unfolding in slow motion. And what can we do? Now, of course, we can always pray. We always pray for peace. But as all of us, united here as believers, this primary weapon that we have, miracles happen, do they not? Things can change. Hearts can be malleable. And nations can be moved to stop aggressions against other, uh, other nations. I know the truth of that. So that's the only thing that we truly can do that has the most power. And that, of course, unequivocally has deep and bold and beautiful power. When I hear that, I think that um, we never know when we're going to be called upon to be that person. 
he would have never imagined that. I mean, obviously, he he was looking to be president of a country. So I recognize that he's like, OK, this is going to be, a mo- you know, this is going to be an important role. But I don't think he had any idea what kind of role he was going to have. Just like in our lives, we just never know exactly what is going to be asked of us. And we just hope and pray that we're strong enough for the moment that we're going to honor God with our actions and our words, and we're going to do what has to be done. Yes. And, and of course, I don't know Zelensky's true background, whether he's a man of faith or whether he himself has studied deeply geopolitics. I mean, you know, he's an entertainer. The guy was a comedian. But it's amazing who rises to the surface in these times, right? I mean, the comparison in many ways is being made to, <laughs> of all people, Winston Churchill at the dawn of World War II. I mean, how do you even make that comparison, that he rallies the nation around him and they are forthright in the fortitude of who they are as Ukrainians to attack and to not surrender? That's a very powerful thing. So let's pray for the people of Ukraine and their leaders. We'll take a quick break and come back. Terry Tim is with us. Terry's been a regular guest on our show for many years. He's the pastor of Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Today is a Shrove Tuesday or Pancake Tuesday. Lent starts tomorrow. We'll talk about feasting and fasting next. 101.5 WORD. I won! I won! Yes! And we want you to win, too. So sign up to receive our contests and sweepstakes update. Each Friday, you can see new opportunities to win. We regularly give out prizes from books, music, and merchandise to household items, even vacation trips or car payments. Stay up on all the fun. Subscribe to our contests and sweepstakes update, mailed each Friday. Sign up today at wordfm.com slash subscribe. In the Bible, Jesus says when we care for the least of these, it's like we're caring for him. But who are the least of these? They're moms like Mirna from Guatemala who fights every day just to keep her children fed. Right now, they are hungry. They want food, and we don't have money enough to get to the whole week. COVID-19 has left the world's poorest families on the brink of starvation. Throughout the Caribbean and Latin America, the basics of food and access to clean water are a daily struggle. When you partner with Food for the Poor, you answer the desperate prayers of moms and kids. Your gift of $175 will provide food for a year and water for life for two suffering children. Just pennies a day gives food and water, hope and life. Please give life now. Call 855-828-4673, 855-828-4673, or click the red Give Life banner at wordfm.com. I'm cute kid number one. And I'm cute kid number two. And we have been forced. You mean hired? We have been hired to tell you what direct lender FOMO is. So let's say you buy a new home. Let's go! And maybe you use one of those big mortgage monsters. Or someone your realtor or friend recommends. Then a few months later, you hear us being forced. Hired. Hired. To tell you about our mortgage team's direct lender advantage. And then you feel like you missed out. Because you probably didn't miss out. And that is direct lender FOMO. And that's a wrap. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender. Which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. For you, this often allows us to get you a better rate on that new home mortgage, saving you monthly and lifelong money. 
We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Trove Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday. Now, I never heard about Pancake Tuesday. I don't know how do I missed that. that. No. Terry, did you ever do Pancake Tuesday? I never did Pancake Tuesday, no. I really? love pancakes, but I never did pancakes on Did on you this know day. that it was called Pancake Tuesday? No. Yeah, okay. Well, no, we used to do like, you know, Cub Scout fundraisers on Pancake Tuesday. That's That was my introduction to it. But today is Fat Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Why would anyone eat? pancakes because they think they think that that is the thing that is where they want to spend their calories mm. not me that's what it is no i wouldn't want to do there's, that either i mean who are much, we kidding much better choices yeah, yeah. i'm sorry terry we're, you're we're, you're at low volume Uh oh. but here we go what we're gonna we're switching microphones yeah. here all right good all right now we can hear you oh terrific <laughs> okay Terry. um so if you're talking about Tomorrow being Ash Wednesday, for someone who doesn't go to a liturgical church, that doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, you're I, right. I, I, ta- I realize that there's a lot of folks in Christendom that don't really know what Lent is all about and what the season is all about. Right. So I had shared before in the air that I grew up in a Presbyterian church, and I never knew, like, I thought Lent and Advent were um, like Catholic things. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So they didn't, I don't even think we did, um, we did like a Maundy Thursday service during Lent. We did a Christmas Eve service during Advent, but that was all. And I don't think those words ever even came into our vocabulary. What about you? you what, what? How did you grow up? So I grew up as a United Methodist. Okay. And we did celebrate the liturgical calendar. You did? We okay. had all the colors. And yeah, the yeah. We probably had, had the, the colors too. I might not stoles. have noticed it. You might not have noticed it. Yeah. But I think. But know, did they talk about it? Yes, it was it was a very important part of the church okay. culture that I grew up in, and I think I think the liturgical calendar has been coming back into kind of yeah, mainline sure. Protestant churches over the last twenty thirty years. For There's sure. an awareness of it. Yes, because it's because it is a rich experience to dive deeper into the story of salvation history. I mean, we are a storied people. God is a storied God. And the liturgical calendar invites us to go deeper into the acts of God in time and in place. And so for me as a pastor and as a follower of Jesus, I'm looking for any opportunity to go deeper into the story. Yes. And having these dedicated seasons where we can focus in on a particular aspect of the Christian story is a beautiful thing. Why would why would we not want to do this? Exactly. Right. So I'm glad I'm glad many people are, are becoming more familiar. So Lent is this forty day season. And it's interesting. It's a forty day season that begins tomorrow and it ends on Holy Thursday, Monday Thursday. If you look at the calendar, there's actually forty six days between now and the end of the season of Lent. Oh, so it's not forty days. It's 46 days. Lent is 40 days. 
But there's this little nuance with Lent. Sundays are not included. Oh, right. 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 Sunday's right. like a freebie. Right. Sundays are a feast day. Mm-hmm. Right. Sundays right. are always a feast day because yeah, even yeah. in this even in the season of Lent, every Sunday is a little Easter. Mm. It's a little day of resurrection. And so the church has historically said you can't fast on the day of resurrection. It is a day of feasting. And so that's why Lent is 40 days. You take those Sundays out of the mix. And so you get a freebie. You, okay. get a, you get a pass every Sunday, and you have an opportunity to feast. How about that? <laughs> you like this. All of a sudden, it's like great. Well, you know, the first church I served when I was out of seminary, somebody somebody told me about that. They, I was with – we were having dinner or something, and somebody had a piece of chocolate cake after dinner. I said, I thought you gave up desserts That's for right. Lent. And they said, I, ha- I did. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Her name is Marcia, and she said, today's a feast day. And I'm like, I never heard that, but it's brilliant. Right. And it is. It really is brilliant because we need um, we need to live in kind of that rhythm of fasting and feasting. There is a time and season for everything. The writer of Ecclesiastes <laughs> says there is a time to fast, but there is a time to feast. Fabulous. And so Lent gets us into that rhythm. Right. Okay. I love this so much. So today is Monday, Thursday, right? Or, or, oh. I'm sorry. It's Fat, Fat Tuesday. Tuesday right? Sorry, there I am. Don't look ahead. Thank you. Today is also a day of confession, right? Because you're cleansing yourself to walk into the Lenten season, which is also important. Right. And so even as you take this this day of – today is a day of feasting, but it is an opportunity to prepare for the season that comes ahead. It's interesting. Today is a day of preparation to prepare for a season of preparation. Right. We need to get ready to get ready to really engage this season. And so it's kind of this fusion. I mean, Fat Tuesday was kind of this tradition. Like the church had said you can't eat meat during Lent. Right. So you're going to you're going to go into your refrigerator, into your closet, and you're going to find all the things that have fat in them and consume them. Gorge ourselves. Yes, yeah, you know. And so I mean, I'm going to celebrate tonight, Fat Tuesday. What are you going to have? I'm I'm gathering with a group of guys at Primani Brothers. Nice. That's an excellent place. <laughs> so to, I, I meet with a, a group of guys. It's a good choice for a night like this. We meet every Wednesday morning. Uh, it's a Bible study. There's 13 guys. Cool. And, and we've been meeting on Zoom. And to, tonight really is the first time as a group we're going to be together face to faith. Oh, and my we're, so we're, we're going to party. I yeah. mean, like, I'm getting extra fries, Good. extra whatever, put it on that Primani Brothers sandwich yeah. because it's a time. Tonight is a time to feast, and we're going to do it big time. I love that. Okay, so then. I just love your face, no, Gabby. I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I can weasel my way into this party. Uh, so if you look at the feast and the fast and fully invest in both, what's the result? What's that building in at you? At the end, uh, on Monday, Thursday. Yeah. Right? I mean, have or you done Easter. this? Have you ever followed along and said, I'm going to do something over the Lenten period? Even though it's not part of my faith tradition, I'm going to deny myself in some way, sacrifice yeah. something. Yeah, I, I, I think the answer to your question is a deeper experience of the resurrection of Jesus. To be drawn closer. Because the, the story of the story of Easter is the story of resurrection, but there's the passion, the sacrifice of Christ. C.S. Lewis once said, everybody loves the resurrection, but no one wants to die. <laughs> yeah. right? right? And so part of giving up, part of the fasting part of Lent is experiencing in a, in a small way our mortality. 
I mean, tomorrow, churches that give out ashes, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah. I mean, it's a sobering reminder. Sure we are is. finite beings, and we are going to die. We're going to take our last breath, and we're walking with Jesus, who fully identified with our humanity and our finiteness through his, his sacrificial death. So preparing for that, mm. I mean, all of our life literally is preparing for our death. But we can face that with faith and with hope because Jesus has conquered that. But this season gives us an opportunity to delve deeper into that, to not just like tuck that away, but to live into it as much as possible. So for every every moment I deny myself something, I'm living a little bit deeper into this this rhythm of life, death, and resurrection. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love Ash Wednesday, especially when you see people walking around with the sign of the cross on their forehead, because essentially it's like dead man walking. Mm -hmm. And there it is. I mean, you get to see everyone's mortality if they're, you know, invested in that. Of course, you know, in the community that you live in, if, you know, as a schoolboy, I was went to a Catholic school. Everybody had ashes on their head. Sure. It was a bunch of kids, dead man walking. Well, and, and Ash, Ash Wednesday, what it does, it it helps people recognize that whether you have ashes on your head or not, you're still human. You're still mortal. But those of us who participate in this ritual, we're, we're like, we're aware of it. We're bringing it to the, the forefront of our attention. We're paying attention to it and we're preparing because we want to experience the resurrection, but we need to die first to experience the fullness of that. But this, this rhythm is really important. And that's why I, I love these little, you know, this, this, uh, this feasting tonight and the feasting on the Sundays because we, we need that. We can't just live constantly in this state of deprivation. Right. And uh, yeah, I heard you talking about, you know, the situation in Ukraine, yeah. right? I mean, this is gut-wrenching to, to watch what's happening in that country. This is, this is a time for sackcloth and ashes. Mm-hmm. And yet... Babies are being born in the Ukraine, and people are celebrating new life. I, I saw an image yesterday of a couple that were scheduled to get married, I don't know, six months from now. They got married yesterday wow. because they said, if we die, we want to die as a married mm-hmm. couple. And they celebrated the covenant of marriage in the midst of horrific things. So even in the painful realities of life, even in the brokenness of our world, there are moments that we need to learn how to seize. They're joyful opportunities. Even in brokenness, there's an opportunity to feast and say, God is good. God is with us. God is for us. In some of the, you know, in the Ukraine, those might just be just moments, seconds of joy. But there's something that it fuels the people of God to keep going, to take one step in, in front of another. That's good. Reverend Terry Tim is with us, Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We're going to step aside. When we come back, um, Christians around the world are taking up fasting for Ukraine tomorrow on Ash Wednesday. So we'll talk about it together on the ride home.
When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero, right now get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show beginning March 4th. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Whose rule book do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rule book and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. I love seeing a transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Prepare for ministry with generous financial aid at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, where Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and Certificate students are awarded nearly $1.5 million annually in merit scholarships and need-based grants. Start now at pts.edu. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Tonight, we'll see an evening shower in places. Otherwise, considerable cloudiness will reach a low of 33. Mostly cloudy tomorrow. Tomorrow's high, 51. Considerable clouds tomorrow night. Couple of showers of rain or snow and a low of 30. For Thursday, it'll be colder with clouds breaking for some sunshine. We'll reach a high Thursday of 34. Friday, cloudy, not as cold with a high of 41. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. We're talking Lent with Terry Tim. He joins us from Christ Community Church of the South Hills. We read a news story today, Terry, that Christians around the globe are taking up fasting for Ukraine tomorrow. Um, now, people could fast for all sorts of reasons, but um, talk about that. When, when you hear that, what does that make you think? One, it, it brings joy to my heart to know that Christians around the world are actually uniting around something like yes. this. 
I mean, it's painful that it has to be a war. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that Pope Francis was the one that initiated oh, this really? call to fasting a, a number of number of days ago. But it's been fascinating, and you, I think we talked earlier about you know this this distinction between Protestants and Catholics, right? And there's this wall. But this is something that's bringing people from Crossing all different Christian streams are together. It's like tomorrow we're going to fast. Uh, Sunday night, I was at a prayer service in Carnegie. A number of churches in the South Hills got together for an hour of prayer for the situation in Ukraine. Wonderful. It, it really was wonderful on many levels. For one, the church was packed. Good. The that's church awesome. was packed. Like there, you couldn't get a seat. Like, and I thought... It's been over two years since I've been in a church that's wall-to-wall people. Mm. It's been over two years that I've heard 300 people in with common voice mm. singing and praying. <laughs> like it, I love it. It brought tears to I my bet. eyes. It was so, but but it was it was also sad. It, it takes a war, right? But there were Christians from all different streams. There were clergy from high church traditions. There were Salvation Army leaders. There were some Ukrainian priests in their full vestments. I mean, it was a beautiful Mm. manifestation of the body of Christ. So Lent, to kind of get back to your question, Lent is a time when we take up the practice of fasting. And part of, I think, for fasting, for me, it intensifies my prayer life. It, it helps me get – I'm not a fan of fasting. It's my least favorite spiritual discipline. Mm. I'm, I'm looking at the mallow cup over there right there. I'm going to take that with me. You can right? have it. It's Fat Tuesday. I mean, I don't, I don't enjoy fasting. Yeah. I mean, I think some people – they Lean into it. Yeah, they do. But yeah. for me, it's a, it's a real challenge. And so for me, it's an opportunity for me to lean into the grace of God. Mm-hmm. And I, I am going to – I'm choosing tomorrow to do some fasting from food – to, to join my voice and my heart in prayer toward that. But there were people who would say, what, you know, people who, who don't, what's the point? Okay, so you're missing a few meals. What does that mean? Yeah, I, I think this, this choosing to sacrifice something, to say no to my own desires, that is following in the footsteps of Christ. Christ denied himself. He sacrificed his life, his very, his very life for our life, when we deny ourselves something, we are following in the footsteps of Jesus. He, he said, if you want to follow me, you need to deny yourself, take up your cross, and then follow me. Yeah. And so fasting is, a, is a, a built-in mechanism to say, today, whatever I'm choosing to fast from, I am actually following the command of Jesus. I'm saying no to something that I actually want, whether, whether it's food whether it's social media. I heard you mm-hmm. talking about Bill, Bill Glaze is not going to fast for social media. <laughs> I don't right? think so. <laughs> that seemed clear. But for many of us, like, I mean, that's, I, I think that's a, a beautiful invitation, like to, to fast from social media or cut back on something so that you can bring your attention on Jesus and walk more closely with him. So I love it that, that hopefully millions of people around the globe tomorrow are going to unite their voice and their intention to pray for the situation in Ukraine. It seems like, you know, I, I shared this earlier. I'm sure you heard me that you just, it, you feel powerless because you watch all these images. We're in the internet age where we can see a war unfolding on the other side of the stinking globe. And you feel like, what's the word? Just, I'll just going to sit here and let this happen. I need to be reminded that prayer is a weapon and not just, you know, not just, nice thoughts that were like wafting up into the heavens. 
And I'm saying that as someone who's been a believer my whole life. Yeah. No. Well, th- thanks for naming that, Kath, because I do think, you know, in, in light of something so horrific that, again, is playing out right before our eyes, right? You can watch this on television in real time. What does my puny little prayer do to push back missiles, like to prevent people from dying? I, I don't know. I don't understand that. I really don't understand the ma- the, right. the either. equation of that. And yet, it's something that God calls us to do. It's something that in some way, shape, or form seems to impact the reality around us. It does. And it's a, it's, a, it's a mystery to me. I'm with you. I don't fully understand it. I hardly understand it at all. I'm not even close to fully understanding it. And yet the invitation is, is do this, Terry. Do this, people of God. Trust me. Lean into me mm-hmm. and watch what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and to know that other people. I mean, I love to hear other people pray. And, of course, Terry, like you said, you know, in your unison with 300 other people who are also praying uh, – Years ago, when I uh, lived in uh, in New York, a guy who I hung out with he, he he was he wasn't an ordained pastor, but we would call him pastor. He would pray angry. Mm. This was kind of like his mindset. He was almost like a street guy, and to get him going, he would get like pissed and start like barreling down in his prayer, and he would it'd be kind of like. It was like like a holy rage. Mm. It was the mm. wildest thing I've ever witnessed. But it was so shocking because, you know, you generally when we pray, it's very soft and meditative. The power that I've, I felt from that thing, yeah. it was shocking. So mm. prayer comes in all sorts of varieties. So why wouldn't it do all sorts of things? You know, I, I was thinking about that very same thing today. Like in light of the horrific evil that's being perpetrated yeah. on the Ukraine people, this is not a time for calm prayer. No. Yeah. Like, Gentle prayer. Like, there's horrible things that are happening, and this should infuriate us. It infuriates the heart of God. I mean, and you look at the Psalms. There's some pretty strong language yeah. in some of the Psalms, and I think most of us have kind of like, you gotta dial your prayer back, right? right? It's this quiet, humble deal, but like, confidently praying against evil in the world, the evil machinations that are all around us. This is something that we should be, we should have a righteous anger Mm -hmm. over this. And I I, I hope we see some of that. I I don't know what that would look like in our churches. I mean, to have some people stand up and really (laughs) pray mad, pray mad. Yeah. I mean, wow. That's that's a powerful story. John. It is, uh, yeah. I mean, and, and the guy again is you know just a young guy seeing somebody else do that, because the mindset we, you know we tend to be gentle, but we are people that are emotional people. So why wouldn't respond to right. the indignities? And so speaking of being emotional people, I want to hear more about the prayer service you went to the other night. Um, you said it was in Carnegie. You said there were a bunch of people there. Yeah. Just kind of give us a window into what that was. That Jason was Jason was Sharon that there. First yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful because it. it it included all sorts of different streams. I mean, we sang a hymn. We chanted some Taze chants. Mm-hmm. There were prayers that were offered from the Orthodox tradition. Yeah. There were prayers from the Presbyterian tradition. Uh, we, we ended with um, an Orthodox liturgy for peace, which was, was a strange experience. The congregation sang, we sang certain verses, and then in between the verses, the Orthodox priests, they chanted. Yeah. Mm, yeah. 
Don't you love that? It's wild. It, it was wild. I mean, it really was. Yeah, it yeah. was it, in some ways it was disorienting right, because it was this kind yeah, of this culture yeah. of east and west. Uh, That's powerful, Terry. That is it, it really, really was. powerful. I mean, and can, to be in that room together and people from all sorts of different streams just saying, "We're here for one purpose. One, we're going to lift our collective voice to yeah. the Lord." And it was it was beautiful. It really was. Uh, there were there were some television cameras. I know there were some things, and I just thought the church is the church is getting a bad rap these days, yeah, right? right? We don't we don't have a great reputation in the world. But I thought if anybody sees this, they're going to see there's hope that the yeah. people of God can be faithful. They can be loving. They can be united right. in their in their worship and their witness. And I I just I, I hope and pray that that just sends some positive signals to people in the world that I maybe agree. maybe have been so disgruntled with the church. I thought the same thing, Terry. Right? Because. We've got, you know, sins against each other and the church, you know, as long as our, as our arms. So this is a good way for the church to be seen for who we are, the best of who we are. Right, right. Yep. And lean, but lean that's into how, that. But that's how real change happens. It's not us trying to be better people or put on a better front. No. It's, it's just, when we're changed by God and other people see it. It's not about, you know what I mean? No, not, it's, it's just, not performative. Right. No, right. It's just, it's a supernatural thing. Right. Terry, good to see you. It's great to be in the mm. studio with you. It's it's a total been a long gosh. time. It sure has been a long so time. It's, it, it's so much. There's so much joy just being face to face. Yes. I mean, oh my god. We're hardwired. For we're sure. embodied creatures. And again, I think that's part of part of the whole fasting thing. Right. It, it it connects with our bodies. It's it's a way to get our faith out of our head and into our bodies. Or and I'm not seeing half your face. Right? <laughs> this whole face looks pretty good. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> Fabulous. Terry Tim, thanks so much. Christ Community Church of the South Hills. Terry, people can find you, can't they? Online? Yeah, we're, we're online at cccsh.org. Uh, we're gathering for an Ash Wednesday service tomorrow oh, at terrific. 7 o'clock at okay. the Crown Plaza Hotel in the, uh, on Fort Koch Road in uh, Bethel Park. Fabulous. See you later on for cocktails and hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. 101.5 WORD. There are three ways of dealing with the Bible, especially when you come to a passage that you don't quite agree with or understand. The first tactic is to pick and choose what you want to believe. The second is to remain ignorant of what the Bible has to say at all. The third is to dig into the Word and try to understand all of it, whether or not you like what it has to say. Well, if you fall into that last category or would like to, please join us this week on Through the Bible Radio. This evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. 
That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-940-6161. That's 1-800-940-6161. Or go to SelectQuote.com. That's 1-800-940-6161. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. make sense does what make sense train travel oh, boy i wish i could get on a train and travel wouldn't you when you love to be yes. like at the peak of train travel you know in the club car yeah. and then in the sleeper car i mean i love that so much my family they were on my mom's side they all worked on the railroad so my mom would tell stories of, you know, because they, they worked in the railroad, so they all had passes. Wow. So they would jump on a train like they'd jump on a bus. Whenever they wanted. Wherever. I mean, they'd go to Chicago on a regular basis. Like, you know, let's go to Chicago for the weekend. So the train, wouldn't you love to go to like the Rocky Mountain tour? Yes. What about the Canadian Rockies? Yes. You know that trip? I, we got friends that did that. Yeah. I'd love to do that. Me too. Okay, but here's the thing. It's... It's you're not saving any money. In fact, it costs more, and it's a lot slower. Does it make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It still makes sense. I think in so. In light of all that, in I, light of the fact that you're gonna, you can go to take a train to New York City and well, spend a whole third more. Amtrak's a whole other story because Amtrak, Amtrak passenger has to get off the tracks for the freight trains. So you're always you're always behind on the on the Amtrak. I used to take the Amtrak. When I lived in, in New York City, mm-hmm. it took forever. And it's not nice. And it's expensive. 
Does it make sense? It makes sense. Still, it makes sense because I want to like romanticize. Right, but that's not the reality. Well, I think it is if you go into some other routes, not here to New York City. I mean, certainly if you live, you know, in New York City and you're headed down to D.C., that thing, because that's all funded by government money because all the bigwigs, the ruling class use that. That's fabulous travel. But so, so, okay, so you're saying that train travel makes sense and doesn't make sense. Yes, in a way. That's I a, want it to make sense. That's a first. Right. All right, does this make sense? Pancakes. Pancakes. I love pancakes. Pancake Tuesday. I stink and love pancakes. I like a waffle more than a pancake. Me too. But, but I still love thing. a pancake. Is it the same it's thing? not the same thing. It's a whole different thing. It's the same batter. It doesn't matter. Isn't it weird how it's, it's a the same construct. batter? But it's a, it is. But I'll, architecturally, completely different. Yeah. Are you living in a skyscraper or an Adobe hut? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, but I love a pancake too. I mean, I love a pancake. With the butter first, mm. and then the syrup. And what? do you pronounce it syrup? Syrup. Nope, syrup. Syrup. What's the pancake place you took me to out there? Oh, Original Pancake House on McKnight Road. Oh, please. Pancakes. The Swedish pancakes are mm. out of control. Yeah, yeah. Potato pancakes. Oh, deli- with the sour mm. cream on the side? Fabulous. Oh, pancakes make sense. Yeah. All the time. Train travel? Depends. Yes and no, actually. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwall. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of zero... Right now, get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate at windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Find them at the Pittsburgh Home Show beginning March 4th. You've tried the rest, now try the best. windowsrustpittsburgh.com. Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for you. Hey, this is John Hall. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza, and his latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 60% off the Giza Dream Sheets that come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. You'll receive a set for as low as $39.99, and for a limited time with any purchase, you'll receive Mike's softcover book free when you use promo code WORD. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. Along with this offer, you'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or visit MyPillow.com, use the promo code WORD. Got issues with youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit, offers more than a 1,000 free online resources for youth and high school sports coaches, parents, students, and administrators. 
Visit PCADevZone.org. Prepare for ministry with generous financial aid at Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, where Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, Doctor of Ministry, and Certificate students are awarded nearly $1.5 million annually in merit scholarships and need-based grants. Start now at pts.edu. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Okay, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier, so... Um, Star Lake uh, put their tickets on sale. Long yep. Pass goes on sale. The pass is $199. Here's what I love because it's live. $199 and then in parentheses, plus fees. Do what you know are, how much I hate those fees? What are the plus fees? So, so I heard someone's taking, I don't know if it's Ticketmaster or it's it's, there, it's taking the some someone in the ticketing sphere to court because Good. of all Good. of those added fees Good. that you when you try to go to any event you have no idea no. how the heck much you're going to end up paying it's for such a event. rip off it's total rip okay so here's the pass which you know we'll complain about the, the fees 199 bucks provides access to all shows at the pavilion which is a great deal it is a good deal uh, they go on sale tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock, live pass, lawnpass.livenation.com. Okay, but let me tell you this. Mm. When's the last time you were on the lawn at Star Lake? Uh, it's been a few years. Okay, Christy, last time? Like two years ago. Okay, who did you see? Um, Sam Hunt. Oh, Sam really? Hunt. Okay. I was there for Fallout Boy. Maybe it was before COVID. It was pro- oh, it was way, wait, it was way before COVID. You know how COVID time messes with your head? Yeah. I bet it was four years ago. Okay, four or five. And... On the lawn is fun, except if you really want to see the show. That's the problem. And then it's not fun. No, you, you want to be. I mean? If you're there for somebody you don't really care about, it so was fine. But I was disappointed that I was so far away. Me too. So if I was going to see Santana with Earth, Wind, and Fire, I would want to be in the seats. Right. Row C, right? So I'd be better off not buying a lawn pass for the season and just getting t- a money. ticket for something somebody I really want to see. Okay, so here's the breakdown on who's coming to Star Lake thus far. Foo Fighters? Any you interest? know, I'm not a fan. I like Dave Grohl a lot. Mm. I think he's really interesting, and I love the fact that he has fronted two bands playing two different instruments. Yeah. But I don't get into that fan. band. Foo Fighters, yeah. Uh, the Lumineers? Eh. Okay. Kind of folksy, right? My it's kid loves them. Uh, I don't know this band. <laughs> Save Me San Francisco Wine Company presents. Oh, <laughs> you thought that was the band name? I did. <laughs> I love Save Me San Francisco. Oh, I, I love an them. Odd name. Seriously, I love them. What? Oh, it's Train. Oh, I love Train. And and the backup. Oh, the opening act is me. called Save Me San Francisco Wine Company presents. <laughs> Presents. That's, an, that's not the Beatles, I'll tell you that. You and I saw Train open yeah, we did. for Hall & Oates. Yeah. They were great. Oh, they, they crushed it. Yeah, they did. Uh-huh. How about the, the Backstreet Boys? Mm, be Did there you, in a heartbeat. Would in you? A heartbeat. Yes, I would. In okay. Christy's going to Backstreet Tell Boys. me the Backstreet Boys story. You were how old when you fell in love with the Backstreet Boys? I, I was so young. I used to have a Backstreet Boys poster in my on my room on the wall. Yeah, that's I love great. It. I oh, love good. that. Okay, that's uh, what day? That's June fifth, Christy. You can take the day off. I will. If you call mm-hmm. in sick that day, we know we'll where you are. We'll give it to you, right? July sixth, Santana with 
Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. I, let me tell you this. I saw Earth, Wind, and Fire before COVID mm-hmm. it, it young, in Youngstown at the Cavelli Center. And I have seen a lot of concerts. It was in the top five, top three concerts I have ever Get out. seen. No, wait a that second. That is how really? awesome Earth, Wind, and Fire was. Is it Earth, Wind, and Fire or is it Sons of Earth, Wind, it's and both. Fire? It's both. What? The it's original absolu- guys? Yes. Philip Bailey is killing it. And he's, I don't know how old he is, but he's killing it. Really? Verdine White still playing bass. Really? Okay. It was epic. July it 6th. truly was. I'm not exaggerating. It was that fantastic. Cool. Wonder how Carlos Santana's doing. No idea. I'm not a huge Santana fan. Oh, I like Santana. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, July 9th, the Doobie Brothers. The 50th love, anniversary I tour. I would love to see that. I would too. Love well, to see that. If Michael McDonald was with him. Was he not going to be with them? I can't, well, Go, I don't did know. Did they fight or something? No, well, he, okay. no, he, that was he his, has his own. He had a cup of coffee yeah. with him. Or, you know, he was there yeah. for a few years. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does his own thing. Yeah. Um, uh, Thomas Rhett. You know who that is? He's a country he's guy. Country yeah. Bring the bar to you tour. Okay, I don't know him. Uh, July 16th. I'd be there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you like Thomas I love, I love country music. Okay. okay. How about Jimmy Buffett? No way. Uh, Parrotheads? Absolutely not. We had a neighbor who was a parrothead. I bet I mean, that was upsetting. Uh, she, yeah. Uh, July 21st, Morgan Whalen. Don't know who that is. Country is star. I'd mm, be there. Okay. <laughs> this is the weirdest. Chrissy's been thinking about getting the lawn pass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten it before. Yeah, okay. okay. It's, you can get it again. Okay, here's the weirdest show this summer. July 22nd, Chicago and Brian Wilson with Al Jardine and Blondie. <laughs> That's a pass. <laughs> what is... You know what? So Brian Wilson what? and Al Jardine, they're Beach Boys. Right. But they can't call themselves Beach Boys, apparently, even though they... Because they don't Brian have... Brian Wilson. Right. They don't have the trademark. Right. But, or the... But Chicago, which I, I'm a fan of Chicago. I'm a fan of Chicago until I got to 1980. Well, then, and they, then all that, the ballads. That was really... If that was you hard to take. leave me now. No, well, I don't even mind that one. Oh, How about the, you're the inspiration, you're oh, the meaning the in worst. my life. Yeah, yeah. You bring healing to my... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, August 6th, Kid Rock. With special guest Foreigner. Oh, cold as ice. I bet Lou Graham doesn't sing with Foreigner anymore. No, I think I they. Uh, wait, I think he might have died. Okay, so he's not singing. Lou Graham. Can you look that up? Uh, August 26th. I, I loved Foreigner. Did you? I mean, I, I shouldn't say I loved Foreigner. I loved their hits that they had. Cold as ice is a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. But then they had that ballad, too. See, when the rock band, <laughs> they kind of fall apart when they get to the ballad right. stage. It's kind of, you know, they're on the downturn, right? He's alive. Oh, okay. 71. Oh, I'm happy 71. to say Lou Graham's alive. He'll be with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> I saw Lou Graham at Starlake, actually, doing a solo tour. Really? Yeah. Okay, uh, August 26th, Jason Aldean. Okay, Chrissy's going to go Chrissy? to that, too. I'll be there, too. It's the Rock and Roll Cowboy Tour. Okay. Uh, they're going to be backed up by Save Me San Francisco Wine Company. <laughs> <laughs> September 10th, Sticks and Ario Speedwagon. Oh, my god! With special guest... Lover boy. Listen. Get out of here. You guys. Come Cash on. I'm that one. totally buying that. No, this Paradise is horrible. Theater. What has that happened? Is cr- I love, I love. So anyone I touring. I love Ario Speedwagon. Anyone touring now is either a country act or you're 70 years old. Yes, you're that's like what it is. You're like an act. Yeah, you're right. What is that? Where's Where's hip hop? Where's, you know. None of those people tour. They, what do you they mean? Don't, they, I don't know what the deal is, but they don't tour nearly as much. You think that's where the money is? Most, I, that's the only place the of money is, is right now. Right? I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, unless they're selling a ton of merchandise, I don't know how they're making money if they're Rick not James? touring. Oh, he well, he went to prison, but other than that, he was awesome. He would be. I awesome. love every one of his hits. 
I mean, listen, if he toured, I'd be at that show in a hot minute. Can you imagine that show? That'd be fabulous. Okay, listen, we have some celebrity birthdays we have to get to. Okay, all right. Okay, three. Three. Harry Belafonte. Oh, my gosh. Justin Bieber. True. And Ron Howard. (laughs) Oh, that's all over the map. It sure is. Who do you want to start Uh, with? uh, I'll go in order. Okay, Um, Harry Belafonte. Shoo, wee man. Harry Belafonte, he has been around forever. I mean, ever. He's an old, 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 old man. Um, Harry Belafonte's 94. 95! Hey, hey, good. Outstanding. Excellent. The Beavs. Oh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is sort of tricky because it feels like he's been around forever. forever. Yeah, he has been. But yeah. I bet you Justin Bieber is not yet 30. Uh, Justin Bieber's 29. 28. Hey, Unbelievable. Great. Ron good. Howard. Again, a guy who's been around forever, Ron Howard. So the music man. Uh. Ron Howard is 60, he's 69. 68. Hey, How do you do that? Pretty good. That is outrageous. Excellent. I don't know. Maybe I've, you know, my sister used to read People Magazine, and maybe that's where it's from. Rick Where's James from? has passed away. I just oh, read that. Oh, Rick on, James. Yeah. Okay. Terry Tim just told me. All right. Sorry. Happy birthday, Justin Bieber. Happy. Today's Happy his birthday. Today. Yeah, that's. The Bieber. That's why I'm giving you celebrity birthdays. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.